Hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. Uh, basically, last week we talked about Red Bull, me and Bertie. And we, at the end of the podcast, we sort of had us hammering Red Bull and saying that we're going we're gonna to give them a bit of a trouncing and we need to, Celtic need to get back up. And the first text message I got was from the Holy Goalie and he said to me, did you see Red Bull's result today? And I was like, oh no. And you looked up and Red Bull had beat Nuremberg 6 nothing, and they were uh, second top of the Bundesliga. And I, I sort of said to myself, oh no, feeling a bit foolish here. So what we did was we phoned the Holy Goalie and we actually have Bertie the Holy Goalie on the line. Hi. Yep. How's things, Holy? Good, thanks, Bertie. Hi, Paul. How are you both? Yeah, fantastic. Yep. Doing all fantastic. right. We're delighted. Uh, we're, we're so, I'm so happy you're on you're on today. I really appreciate you taking time to get through the uh, the Red Bull uh, for us. And uh, Betty, what yourself? Yeah, definitely. Thanks very much, Holy. What, what do you think then? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for the complete hospital pass you gave me because uh, when I agreed to be your uh, Red Bull correspondent, I didn't realise that the uh, their game kicked off at half two on Saturday. So I have to be honest with you, I... Uh, <laughs> I sort of watched the first uh, half hour off it, and then maybe a little bit during halftime uh, for the uh, of the Celtic match. Yeah, but, yeah. So uh, I can't comment on the entire game, but I mean, I can, I'm certainly happy to re- report what I saw in that first uh, half hour or so. Uh, I, the game finished now, now actually. So and a bit of a reversal. I think actually Celtic have got a good chance on the form that we've showed over the last couple of games to actually do something. Mm-hmm. Although saying that uh, the, the team that uh, Leipzig were playing, Augsburg, we are quite defensive, so they sort of eleven men, ten men behind the ball for much of the game. So it's quite difficult for me to judge whether that's a typical uh, Leipzig performance or not. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's also a bit difficult for me to provide any, any much more insight other than what I saw because. Uh, unfortunately, I can't speak German, and uh, the game was on the German TV channels. Uh, we're not asking. We're not I, asking much. We're not asking much, Holy. We're not, I mean. <laughs> well, I know. Just that I, I hacked into. Learn, I, I thought I was required to learn German for uh, today's today's report. So uh, actually, the German TV didn't work. So I ended up watching it on. Uh, Benin television, so uh, the, the, the <laughs> of all places, so that like the West African Republic of Benin uh, has got a, a mention <laughs> on the podcast. So, uh, it, it was quite interesting. I had to like uh, I had to learn French, so a, a big shout out to Mademoiselle Sheridan for uh, teaching me all the French that I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, they're, they're, so they've got, they've got, they've got quite a good side, I think. Leipzig, they've got uh, there's like pure bankrolled by the, the Red Bull thing, obviously. That boy uh, Werner is it, Timo Werner, striker. Yeah, he was yeah, in I mean, the Euros I, with, with Germany, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, Cup, I mean, sorry. Yeah, I mean they've got a good team, but uh, and as you said, the bankrolled, but. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, they don't have any like big, big name players. So uh, Timo Werner's probably the biggest name uh, that, uh, that they've got. They've got like a Neil Forsberg, who 
uh, is a Swedish lad, but he's he's yeah. injured at the moment, so he won't be playing. Uh, the, the team's actually not unlike Celtic, uh, made up of uh, a lot of like young French boys that they've picked up from uh, smaller French clubs. Uh, I, I think three of, the, three of the players that started on Saturday were all sort of like under 21 French boys, so maybe you're uh, in Cham and, uh, and Edouard will actually know them quite well, so uh, should be up for a, a good match if they can play, play to their strengths against those sort of players. They, uh, they've got like a few, a few like quite impressive guys. Like, uh, and, and I don't say they're not bankroll. I mean that Kevin Campbell guy, the the Slovenian. They actually signed him from Salzburg for twenty million euros or something like that. I mean, I guess it's like coming out of one pocket and going in the other with uh, the way they both finance. And they've also got a few other Austrians as well. So I, I suspect that. Although they are being bankrolled, they, 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 the start club philosophy is that they buy them in uh, quite young and uh, they're, they're really invested in their own uh, youth setup, etc. I mean, the only exception that they've made, they have a rule whereby they don't uh, sign anyone over the age of 28. And they, they broke that rule once, uh, and it was for a certain Mr. Marvin Comper. So, uh, there you go. Your scouting system's as good as ours. Hello, <laughs> yeah. Comper was there for a couple of years, wasn't he? Was it just a year? Yeah, no, I think he was there for a couple of years, and and, and he was like uh, quite well respected. But I think uh, he got he got on a little bit, and they started buying in new players, etc. They got promoted as well, so uh, I, I think the quality of the players sort of increased, and uh, Comper was part two. Aye, uh, surplus the requirements, so we, we, we've taken them on and there's no been seen since. Uh, I've got a couple of weird players playing for them. I mean, like the, uh, their goalkeeper is right, the whole Hungarian international, but he actually used to play for Hereford United. What's his name? Peter, oh, did he? What's his name? Yeah. I can't see his second name. Peter Gulask? Is it Gulaski? Yeah, Gulaski. I mean, he, he was on loan from Liverpool, but I mean, uh, if if he uh, used to play for Hereford United, I'm sure he can't he can't be that good, can he? No, he can't. He. Surely not. Well, you never know. The guy, the guy, there's a guy. There's a guy. Um, is it Sabitzer? Yeah. That guy. Marcel. That guy. He's he's one of these players that it, it strikes fear into my heart just because of his name. I can yeah. just hear the, the commentators saying his name constantly. And he just feels like he's going to tear us apart. Yeah. He <laughs> wasn't actually... That type of name. He, he didn't actually start yesterday, so I don't know whether he's carrying an injury or not, but I, although I think he was on the bench. He came on. Uh, I mean, uh, as you said, he, he, he's a winger, but I think he actually uh, he does get a lot of goals for somebody that plays out in the wing. I, 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 watched, a, I watched a lot of videos on him because I think he's one of these guys that catches his eye. And it, there's one. There's one of the goals he scores at the start of the, the Bundesliga this year, where their defender is take. The, sorry, the, the the opposition defender takes the ball out, and he steals it from him. And it's two or three passes, touch go, touch go, and the ball's in the back of the net. And that frightens me if Celtic try and bring the ball out of defence because he was just picking pockets. He's not a big guy. He just picked the pocket, got got the ball, give and go, couple of one twos, flicked it in. Uh, I think it was Paulson scored 
It was it was so quick from a, from the defence losing the ball. It was actually quite like the Belgium goal when Henry lost the ball against in Scotland game. So I'm frightened Aye. if he starts that if we start bringing the ball out and losing it, yeah. then he, they, they, no, this it's... transition between midfield and attack these light Red Bull are very very quick. They're very very good at it. Yeah. Seems- surely we'll have no problem. Surely we'll have no problems passing out for the back with Craig Gordon at the back. <laughs> surely, surely there won't be any issues. No, I mean you know me. I'm I'm Craig Gordon's biggest fan, but his distribution is uh, not his best attribute. I mean, I, I think uh, yeah, he had to be fair. He's been asked to do that by someone, and he's following orders. So if. Yeah. Uh, it should have been picked up by now that that's not his strong point and just to avoid doing that full stop and just if he needs to just launch it then that's what he should do that's what he needs to do aye particularly in Scotland I mean I mean, I understand not doing it in, in Europe when you want to keep possession but if you do it in, in Scotland you, you would expect somebody in the Celtic midfield to be able to compete uh, and win the ball back against uh against a St. Johnson or somebody like that but if you're doing it in a sort of European game you're losing the ball right away and, or, or, or there's a 50-50 chance you will lose the ball right away and then you might not see it again for another five minutes because they well, can control the play unlike the, the players in the SBFL at the moment I think one of the one of the, the, the sort of big uh, the big things for Celtic is that if, if the ball goes long if Gordon's got to play it long it's got to stick. Yeah. I noticed that against Rapid, uh, would you call him Salzburg? Salzburg. That when the, the ball, the ball uh, went up the park, Edward, it didn't stick. Edward was controlling it and then it was just the whole thing would break down and then it's just wave after wave after wave of attack. Yeah. So when the ball goes up, up front, somebody's got to hold it up. Yeah. And Edward, and no one to do, that. do it. No, we don't. We, we don't, don't even ha- like we don't even have like a, a a pretty poor third choice. We just simply don't have a third choice player. We don't have a Tommy Johnson or a David Fernandez or somebody like that who, okay, they're maybe not going to set the world alight, but just as a third option. Just I mean, those players are probably bad examples for people to hold up the ball. But we just I was just really making a point on the sort of lack of depth that we have in. Uh, that department, yeah, up front, and certainly these. I mean, I was watching a lot of the tactical things about Red Bull, and it's all about one. Like, see, a, a, a Sabasar, he just takes one touch and shoots, or one touch and pass. Is that is that that new Barcelona documentary? Take the ball, pass the ball, and because they're so young, they're, 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 there's there's they're, I think there's like thirty five kilometers that they're running. The speed these guys run at. And it's it, it won't just be wave. It's going to be wave a wave of really fast attacking, attacking play. And Celtic need to be able to, as, as Holy says, hold the ball up or spoil the game like Sutton used to do, or just get the ball, take a talent, take a challenge, fall down, because this team's just I, I'm frightened. I'm not too sure about frightened, but I certainly think that if we don't get our tactics right on this, we could take an absolute doing. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> not not by Saturday's show. I mean, they were very, very quick, but because 
Uh, Augsburg uh, played quite deep. Uh, they never really had the chance to go in behind them. You know, there, there was a, a bit of a, a exception to that because in the first like five minutes, uh, I think Werner uh, got got the break of the ball, got behind the man. Uh, he got pulled down, and, and the referee gave a penalty, but it went to this VAR system, uh, and it was a bit, a bit of a farce. But I really hope that they never bring it into Scotland. But uh, they brought they brought it back to look at this VAR system, and, and it looked like a penalty to me, to be perfectly honest with you. But the referee took about five minutes to look at it, and then at the end of it, gave the penalty, and then about a, a second after that. They just decided actually it was offside. So after looking at it for five minutes, <laughs> yeah, they just decided it was offside. I mean, this was this was my interpretation of the uh, Benin commentary, but uh, that, that, that's what it gathered because uh, that, that's where we started play from halfway up the field. So it just it just it was just a ridiculous situation that they were in. But here's the, here's the point. The point is that. Celtic play well against Hibs when Hibs come and play against us. Yeah. Are, are, are Celtic disciplined enough to go and play that type, type of defensive style and not give these... Because like, I, I watched one of the... There's a seven-man attack thing where uh, Red Bull start off a game. There's seven guys standing on the, on, the t- on, on, the, on the middle line. And they score a goal in a minute. They just blitz them. <laughs> a wee German joke. But anyway, they just they just blitz in and score a great goal. And if Celtic are Celtic equipped, I'm asking both of you, are Celtic equipped to sit off these teams for long periods of time? And I don't know. I just don't know if they can do it. I don't think they can. I don't think we're, we're set up for that kind of style of game. Yeah, we don't. Uh, uh, a wing back's uh, strengths are going forward, uh, and then the centre half. I mean, this new boy Benkovic looks looks like a player, uh, but who goes beside them? They're never really that disciplined. Whoever it is that goes with them. So if we were, we would need some. We would need the midfield to push. Looks like Bruni's going to be it. So. Uh, he's the best at doing that for me. Uh, Malumbu might might well get the shout in his absence, but who knows? So trying to push a team like that uh, will be playing to their strengths as well, and then you'll be leaving guys like uh, the centre halves exposed. And I'm just not that sure that uh, they'd be able to cope with like a sort of three man attack in that in that way. And it's also it's it, what, what I see for the stuff that I've watched is. It's quite an unselfish attack. Like Timo Werner isn't, he isn't selfish. He, he, he goes either wings, he moves either wings, he pops up at different wings, and he, again he, he keeps bringing his, his strike partners in. He, he's not like the he's not like the guy the the guy last week in Salzburg. Uh, what was his name? The uh, Dur- uh, Durham. Or, uh, he he was he was more shooting himself. Whereas uh, Timo uh, De, Boer. De Boer seems to. It, it, Werner seems to be that they run. They're, they're disciplined. If they're all running at them. They'll bring other people in. They'll pass the ball and move it quickly, and that sort of stuff. If Celtic start to go up the field and leave gaps at the back, it's it's just yeah. the way they play. They're very dynamic. It's it's. It, it, I really enjoyed doing the research when I was watching them, uh, but to beat that sort of team, you have to go the old Craig Brown set at the back or the Neil Lennon Barcelona tactics and. 
we we have just never seen that from a Rogers side, have we? Yeah. Or have we? Maybe we maybe no. we have not seen it. Um, no, I don't think we have. But saying that, right enough, we've done well. We've done well against. I know it was a couple of years ago. We've done well against Man City. We've done well against Bayern Munich last year. Yeah, yeah. At home, we attacked them. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously, when we have tried to play defensively, it's just completely backfired on us. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree that we're. We see it be good going forward. I mean, we've never really done well against German sides. Yeah, like our, our record against them is pretty poor. This team just looked young and fresh, but maybe our new defence will knit together. Boata playing well. Maybe there will be a bit of discipline uh, in the in front in front of me learn from last week. Because I, I thought last week Salzburg. What did you think, Holy of Salzburg? Did you think they were for the taking? I, I still can't believe they beat Red Bull as well. I, I don't think they're that good, but maybe I'm just out, out, out of line. Yeah, I mean, there was uh, the first half, I mean, uh, we scored the goal and it was offside, and that would have been 2 0. And I think from that point on, I don't think uh, Red Bull would have came back in at, at, at that point of view. But then we just sort of, the usual Celtic, something happened at half time, and we just sort of lost focus and then just lost our discipline. I thought maybe the sending off before us was a bit harsh, and after that, they, they sort of started to exert their dominance on us. but. There was just nothing. There was just nothing going up front when we like uh, the goal we scored early doors. That was because I think Edouard probably caught them cold and re- uh, and they realised that it couldn't it couldn't probably handle the, his pace. So just sort of sat back a little bit uh, more more than perhaps they planned to. And from that point onwards, uh, so Edouard was stifled because he can't hold the ball up. And I think Griffiths was just absolutely anonymous for the whole game. Here's the point. Yeah. For, for, is that right, Barry? Forrest can't play. No, Forrest's out. Uh, so, so what is the team then? I'd imagine Sinclair will come in. Aye, I would think Sinclair would come in. Or, I, either Sinclair or Ryan Christie, but I think he would go for Sinclair before Ryan Christie, wouldn't he? Yeah. So you're... No, think He's our best player put, just now. Yeah. Forrest, Forrest without a doubt. And then you lose if you, if because, because Forrest's not there. You lose you lose a wee bit of Tom Rogic as well because the two of them link up so well. So it's, yeah. and it'll be an interesting game. It'll be very difficult. An interesting game. Is, is Bruni definitely out? Or I know I don't think he's definitely out, but it's it's looking like he's he's not going to make it. Yeah, your man's back. Neon Neon Beaton's back. Well, he might not. Be, he's not in the squad. He? Yeah, he was training. I watched the, the five. I read the five things the Daily Record <laughs> seen about the Celtic training session, and one of them was your man. He was back. So aye, near beat on. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting team then, isn't it? It's going to be an interesting team selection. But yeah, just, yeah, will be. I just, it just watching. I mean, again, watching highlights and watching stuff. Maybe Celtic can catch some, but uh, that that Marcel Sarvitsa seems seems like a good player, like really lovely yeah. type of player, and. That unselfishness can it sometimes you get away with playing against teams if they're get their strikers are selfish, but teams that are willing to bring players in and that one touch, two touch football, your defence really need to be tightly knitted and you need to have a good midfield in front of them that keep kind of close to it. Well, I feel you do. Uh, but yeah, Celtic. I mean, yeah. 
it's not just that Sabitzer guy though. The uh, the rest of their forward line, uh, I think the, the guy that was playing yesterday, who I think replaced Sabitzer, was a, a young French guy called Augustine, nice. uh, who they signed from PSG. So I almost certainly does uh, know Edouard. But he was rapid as well, although his sort of final ball wasn't up to much. Uh, and, and also Werner's uh, very quick as well. So I mean, the whole forward line that they've got is really based on pace. And I think that also the midfield like to just push up. And, and so you won't be getting like sort of time on the ball with this, with this team. So it's difficult for, us, for me to see how we'll get something away from home given our record against sort of teams like that. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the same as me. I mean, again, me, me, and, me and Bertie having our big chats about we, we, need to, we need to beat them and stuff like that, but just watch them, the way they play and the way the Celtic will give them opportunities, we would have to be very tight. Our passing game yeah. would have to be very good. And without Brown, it's, 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 it, it seems to be doubly diff- difficult in that sort of up, with the level starts to increase. Like, remember Brown last year in the Champions League, his passing completion rate was phenomenal. You would need that type yeah. of, you need that type of game from your midfield to keep the pressure off the defence. Yeah. yeah, to keep, keep the ball. So, yeah. Well, the joys there, eh? So that's our, that's our, that <laughs> anything else, Holly, to, to add? Yeah, to I mean, on, on the good side, I mean, the, uh, the, RB Leipzig, uh, is, their away strip looks very much like a Banana Man uniform. So <laughs> if uh, we don't put bananas out on the, the on the lunch trolley for them uh, on uh, Thursday afternoon, I think we, we might be all right, isn't it, something? Uh, absolute I mean, uh, it reminded me, it's, I mean, where, where do all these people get their uh, Banana Man uh, suits from? You know, when you ever look at the marathon, there's always like half a dozen guys running about like Banana Man. Who was Banana Man then, since you were in the... You were in the who, is, who was Banana Man better? You, you answer that question? I know, I know who, but Eric was Banana Man. Eric was Banana Man. He's still in the, he's still in the dandy. He's still in the dandy. Still, yeah. He's still in the dandy. He's still in it. Aye. Yeah, I just wonder who, where all these sort of uh, Banana Man costumes come from, given that he's not been on telly for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> where, what's his address? Oh. Did he his address? No. Is it Acacia Road? Or Acacia Road, yeah. Oh, Acacia Road. There we go. Nice one. Nice one, eh? Yeah, yeah. Acacia Road. But, uh, so we're we're look look it is what it is. It, 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 actually, it strikes me as if we are in a Champions League group, except from Rosenberg. These two teams that we've got, the, the two Red Bulls, are a good quality. And uh, it's I suppose like Rogers talked a lot about the way. Did you hear him after the game? Holy, he was saying about he, he, Lennon changed his three at the back, and then he went to Diamond. We've matched them up, and he was really getting his. His sort of tactical that, nuances, you know, and I think this game then, something. yeah, well, this game really needs that type of thought because we can't. It seems like we're we're going to be up against it in terms of attacking sense. Can Celtic? Yeah. Can Rogers, who gets paid a lot of money, can he come up with a solution for it? I was just saying. Well, here's what I mean: the the, the uh, Red Bull manager Ralph Ragnick. He's yes. uh he's he's a bit of a character himself, actually. He's he used to be the sporting director and never really played football at a high level. 
Uh, in fact, he used to play in England as well at the sort of uh, for a team called Southwick FC, which is just in the sort of uh, suburban team from Brighton. They play in the, the the Southern Combination Division One, which is the tenth level of the pyramids, which is the equivalent of something like uh, Peters Hill or St Rocks or St Anthony's or something like that. Okay. But uh, it, it was quite funny because he was the sporting director up until uh, <laughs> up until last year, and they were trying to get somebody in to replace uh, to replace the manager they sacked, but he wasn't available. His contract didn't run out until the end of this season. So he just basically said, actually, I'll just step in and be the manager. So uh, it'd have been quite funny if uh, Jock Brown had done that. So he was how the Celtic fans reacted of reaction. <laughs> if he'd replaced Wim Janssen or Dr. Joe, it'd have been funny. I don't think I don't think Martin would have liked that one, Martin Kane. No. I think he would have liked that, would he? He was one of the main uh, the main men trying to get Jock Brown ousted. <laughs> now, I'll say this for Jock Brown. We've not actually had uh, a better commentator since he's uh, since he hung up his microphone. Oh, you are correct, Oli. You are correct. I agree with you there. Lam- Lam- Lambert and Jock Brown didn't go on, did they not? Because Lambert got sent to communication school, didn't he, or media training? Media training, yeah. He didn't. He didn't enjoy that. Then Lambert was talking about it today, last week about the media, how that's changed and influenced something. And maybe you should take the classes then. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think uh, when he was younger. Lambert was uh, quite well spoken and things like that, and, and, and knew what he was saying. But he had like an incident where uh, all his teeth get knocked out, and I think it was against Rangers. I can't remember who it was that kneed him in the face or something like that. But yeah. he lost, it was George, uh, on, George Alberts. Is it George Alberts? Right. And, and ever since then, I don't think he's been able to speak. He's a, the funny. The funny thing with Lambert years ago was his house was up for sale, and of course. Uh, Paul, Paul knows he was on it straight away. His dining room was a black and white sort of colours because of St Mirren. All right. So it was black right. and white chairs and black and white walls and stuff like that. And I just, he had a plunge pool, plunge pool in his garden as well. There you so go, eh? Gives you, gives you the last side of the Lamborghini. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, so, but Lambert, I watched my Champions League goals with my Joshua. He puts the ball across as Lambert gets the call for. All those years ago, he puts the ball across when Paulo Sosa scores or whatever. So that was a last thing. Just maybe you can fill me in. Why Lambert only played in Germany for one year? Yeah, I think his wife got homesick or something like that and wanted to come back. That that just that just as the older you get, the more incredible that gets. Surely you'd have stayed. You know, one year. Aye. One year at the top. There's the man who moved to Dublin for his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I've, I met her here. I've just, I'm, I'm, I'm in Dublin for my wife, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, Lambert, uh, Lambert, I'd have liked to see Lambert play for in Germany for many a year, but like, it wasn't to be. One year and one of the European Cups, not a bad, a bad effort for all his. He seems to have his managerial record seems to have, uh, sort of dissolved. Uh, so. We're 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 not better than Big Ek, though. Yeah, well, we've done we've done Big Ek and his uh, his. I, I, I was talking tribulations. I was talking to a guy, a, a big Republic Island fan, in the weekend, and a big Liverpool fan, and he can't believe that we've got we've got Alex McLeish as a manager. He just he says compared to Ireland, Scotland. I mean, this guy knows his football. We've got really good players, Scotland, and yet you've given it to 
something like Big Ek. He was getting quite annoyed about it because he thinks Republic Ireland are slowly disappearing with Anil and Keane and the players they've got available to them are just not a standard yeah. anymore. And he's saying Scotland are missing a trick here because you've actually got a pool of players that could, could do something. And that was without me. I wasn't coaching them. I just was listening to Stan and said, the football field listening to him. So, look, the Big Ek uh, question has to be resolved. Uh, maybe it will be in the next month. Maybe it'll get, you get knocked out, then we'll be. I don't think we're ever going to see a championship, are we? Don't think so. No, not for a while, anyway. A wee night out. Uh, no, no luck. We will qualify for the next one, and the games will all be at Hamden, so we don't even get to go anywhere. <laughs> well, I think that's. I mean, that's that's we've done. We've done. You've done your done your bit for club and country, Holy. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes, thanks. I didn't get to uh, tell you about the Augsburg coach and how he had a tremendous jacket on during the game. What was, uh, his, what was the jacket? I mean, it was like a Colombo jacket. It was yeah. absolutely brilliant. It was the same colour and everything. It was just a, a sort of double-breasted raincoat, like fawn, and uh, it just uh, it was unbelievable. But you don't see many quality jackets on coaches these days. No, not at all. No, you don't. You don't. He, Ian Castro actually, for all for all these uh, for all these misfortunes, actually had a had a good line in jackets. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He's he's appeared again, hasn't he? He's appeared. Is it Wolverhampton? Is that where he's appeared has again? He? Ah, he's a first team coach. Well, a guy, yeah, he has, a, yeah. a, a guy that a, one of the the, the guy is a first team coach, but the guy's into this the money ball thing. He's into the laptop management. He's right into it. So Castro's back. Yeah, didn't take him long. Yeah. I'm quite glad for him. I quite liked him. I liked, but well, I felt sorry for him. But I quite liked. I quite liked to give him a chance and stuff for like that. But obviously, we're not going to talk about being AC and Hearts again because I'm just, I'm just going to get 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 riled. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, thanks a lot, Holt. We really appreciate it. I was really looking forward yeah, to this all day today. No and, worries. Uh, we'll have to get you back on, uh, and hopefully this yeah. will be, hopefully will be uh, a good second podcast as well. And fingers crossed. It's, it's uh, Celtic do turn a performance out at the on Thursday night, and because there's nothing better than a European win, especially especially in Germany, that'd be fantastic. But I really appreciate. It. Thanks a lot for your time, Holy. I really appreciate it. No problem. Hail, 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 and thanks, Bertie. Appreciate thanks, it. Cheers. All the best. Take care. Bye bye. Cheers, Paul. All right, bye. All right, bye. bye.